Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Peaky Blinders by Story Archives. I'm your host, Mario Busto, and today we're going to be posting a 15-minute teaser from our latest podcast series, Following the Last of Us on HBO. It's a series about an infection slash pandemic that infects humanity and reshapes the world as we know it. We think if you enjoy the Peaky Blinders, you'll definitely be in for a fun ride with The Last of Us. And so please enjoy these 15 minutes. And if you do, head on over to our main channel, Story Archives, and subscribe to that channel so that you don't miss our weekly instant reaction episodes as we cover all of season one. As always, thanks for tuning in and stay peaky. Welcome back to another episode of The Last of Us by Story Archives. I'm your host, Mario Busto, alongside Zachary Newton. You're the host. Welcome. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We are on episode three of The Last of Us. A change of pace from the frenetic, um, thriller-esque episode one and two. We kind of take like a, a... Actually, I was so... I'm wondering during... While I'm watching the show... Mm-hmm. Th- did this occur in the game like all of this we don't typically talk too much about the game in terms of what happens and what doesn't happen there because we don't want to get too far ahead with spoilers or anything Mm -hmm. but it made me start thinking like did any of this occur with bill and with frank and i don't think we well long story short (laughs) it's a lot different in the game than this it's a and i would say that it's Although different, I can understand why they went the route they did with the television show. Um, for some reasons and and others that kind of set up the rest of the season. And, and it, realistically, it felt like the most important thing that occurs in this episode is the letter that really activates Joel into mm-hmm. realizing he's a protector of the weak. Yeah. Right? I, I, I think this episode started out great and ended great it's yeah that it, it just felt i mean you and i were talking just a little bit before we we hit record on this right like and this this episode does feel very much like a filler episode there's just a lot of content a lot of stuff that's going on and it just it kind of drags a little bit so it really is a big change of pace it's more it's definitely more emotional i, I think that yeah. you're it's one of those episodes that you either love or hate and long story short, it is in the game. They do allude to Bill and Frank being partners. Yeah, they do. Um, but they don't go into their backstory or their love story, so to speak, like this episode does. This episode makes it a point to actually retell their entire stories from the game. It, it's a, all right. I'm not going to say what happens in the game because I don't want to like take away focus from the episode. It's way different. I don't think they wanted that tone for Bill's particular story. Yeah. Um, I was a little let down that Nick Offerman didn't have a bigger role. <laughs> I because know. I, I so will, I. I'll, I. I'll say I'll say one thing and one thing only. Bill's not dead in the game. Uh, although, yeah, I, I won't say anything other than that. But in the game, he's not technically dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this episode, it's more of a retelling of a relationship that in the game goes wrong. But in the show is like this happily ever after. It's kind of like a weird picture of how life is supposed to be for couples that you grow old and you die type of thing. Mm-hmm. That that's the ideal scenario. Yeah. And you, and you get that version of it in this infected world with a character who doesn't really get this level of, um, a focus in the game. Yeah. It, it's, it's funny how he started out hating everybody in the world and, uh, you know, and ends up changing his mind completely when he runs into Frank. Um, 
Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say in the beginning of the episode, I was, when I saw his bunker, mm-hmm. his bunker under, like his basement underneath the basement, I was thinking that to was myself, killer. I was thinking to myself, damn, I need to set something up, just something. <laughs> because you, you start to see like the 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 ter- terrible image of um, the baby's cloth in the mass grave. And let's, you know what? Let's just get into the episode recap. Yeah. Let's get into there. Let's I have it, it divided by like four scenes. We were going to do an instant reaction, but because the the whole episode pretty much takes place telling a, a story that happens over 20 years, just there's a lot that occurs, but not. It's it just feels like a big setup for a crazy pace that's going to begin next episode. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I was as I read back because I was thinking back like on the wiki of the mm-hmm. game. I was like the what happens in the game is more on par with the pace of episodes one and two, yeah. but in terms of the themes that they want to push or tell mm-hmm. in this series, this is an episode that deviates and decides, hey, we're gonna kind of carve our own path. We're gonna eliminate Bill and we're gonna yeah. uh, activate Joel here and and Ellie in in lots of ways too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in that, that daughter role. That was actually one of the first thoughts that I had when I was watching this episode. Was like, okay, wow, we are deviating from the game. Like mm-hmm. the first, I think episodes one and two is very, very close to what we mm-hmm. saw in the game. This one, you know, they're, they're taking, they're making their own moves. So yeah, I'm curious to see what that means for the rest of the series, for the rest of the season. Even you know, are we are we going to continue like well, down this? Well, to to such a degree that I have yeah. no idea what's going to happen next episode. Yeah, well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like I I don't know. Like I don't know if they're going to kind of bring it back into it. Is it just this one story, or or did they really Can- try to stick close to the game in the beginning to help build up that audience, and now they're going to make it its own thing? Yeah, because right? if way- it's exactly the same, it could it could be kind of boring. I don't know. Can you I mean, pause? So can far. you pause here for a second? Because this, is, sure. although although later in the episode it's kind of more of a, a thing we can uh, speed through. Mm-hmm. Uh, this part, these parts in the beginning, I find uh, really set up. We don't see Ellie and Joel much in this episode, so these yeah. part, this part in particular, the Cumberland Farms thing, is to me the most important thing that occurs. Anyways, uh, we start this episode shortly after Tess heroically blew herself up with a state house full of infected, mm-hmm. and. They have found themselves 10 miles west of Boston, which looks like the serene meadow. Is there that much of nothing on 10 miles west of Boston? I, I guess. I've never been there. I, I ha- I've only been in like downtown Boston. Yeah. I, I may have driven through this, but yeah. I don't recall it. Well, I love the serene, like the juxtaposition between the meadow and everything so calm and serene. And the first image you see is Joel's f- bloody and bruised fist going into this nice water just to kind of remind you of the world you're in yeah now i've been hiking uh probably a handful of times in places where you don't want to get lost Mm -hmm. and i remember finding these little markers with the rocks yep uh that i didn't know why they were there until i I believe those are markers to find yourself back and if you're listening to the show and you're not and you are from a place that knows way more than i do about this and in a place in Florida where the only hills we have are landfills, uh, <laughs> please let us know if those t- rock totems are markers to find your way back. Zach, do you know? Uh, I would assume that it has to do something with that. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of you know other other stories or whatever about you know you, you just kind of like break little branches and things like that. It's yeah. small little things um, that you would change in the in the landscape, but I haven't seen any rock totems in real life. Yeah, and by the way, in the beginning of this episode, they're grappling with Tess's death in a way that's unhealthy compared to the end of the episode, right? You have Ellie, who 
is kind of very emotionally mature here where she's telling Joe, hey, I'm not the one to blame for Tessa's death, but almost in a way that's a little off-putting. Like, yeah. this is a little girl who's a little bit too unaffected by Just the death a of it. I mean, right? she she has grown up in this insane world. She's how old? Like, yeah, fifteen. Like she's. I think she mentioned that she was like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. Uh, last in in the previous episode, but it's one of those things where you wonder maybe this is the world she's grown up in. This world that she's never grown close to somebody, and maybe she's used to losing people so much so that she's incapable, at least at this point, of forming the attachments necessary. Yeah. To like really know what it means to lose someone. Um, and so she starts off this episode in a way that she's asking so many questions, you know, and just kind of joking around about everything. Mm-hmm. They, I, I mean, as an audience member, and I like Ellie, uh, I'm there a bit like no sort of self-reflection of what just happened probably five hours ago or maybe yeah. a day ago. Um, and by the way, all right, I love some of the video game mechanic stuff again in this episode where you got to go to the gas station and find loot so that you can get out of there and have survival um supplies (laughs) but ellie's decision to open up this basement panel that's pitch black Uh uh-huh and to jump down there is it just me or i'm i'm not doing that there's just there's there's no no way in hell i would do that i was when i was watching i'm like all right if if I were going to be that person to even go and try and open this thing, I would like get behind it so that it, I, I use it as a shield as I'm opening it. Yeah, I'm not using my face. Going exactly. face first in there. Exactly. Thank you for listening to part of this episode. You can listen to the full episode over on the Story Archives podcast. You can find that podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. Or you can visit a website at soapbox.house where you find links out to this podcast and a whole bunch of others. See you there.